I hope you took advantage of the uh, the new Black Rock brunch that they got going on on Sundays. Eighteen ninety nine includes your bottomless mimosas or bottomless Bloody Marys with your entree, which is a uh, a lovely. You could do a chocolate chip waffle with hash browns and mm-hmm. all the fixings. You could do a made to order omelet if you like, or the very popular quiche, which is a fa- favorite of Johnny. Radio Johnny loves his quiche. Um, so if any of that. Oof. Get your get your uh, entree and your bottomless mimosas, and you're off and running. 11 to 2 every Sunday, and uh, you can watch the games there as well. You Black had me at mimosas. I know. See, guys can drink mimosas. Bottomless mimosas, that, that, you can do that. You're allowed to do that. Which brings me to my next guest who loves the bottomless mimosas. The great salty, Shane huh? Stafford, former AFL, NFL quarterback, our quarterback guru. What's up, partner? How are you? What's up, man? I can honestly say I don't think I've ever drank a girly drink like that. But to those Never? that do drink, that those that do drink those, uh, God bless you. I'd rather uh, back in the day when I was doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'd rather have the uh, the OJ with a little bit of that clear stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can have a either man, one. A man's drink. You, you know? can have either one. You can have either one. I'm secure in my manhood. I screwdrivers. Can do Screwdrivers that is work. true. That is true. But hey, you no, know what I had this weekend was a Bloody Mary with with some serious bacon. Like the uh, oh, the maple man. the maple bacon oh that sounds delicious that yeah. really does yeah at the Salt Shack the beautiful place there right there on Tampa Bay uh, good buddy of mine uh, is an owner there and they have they they give you like the big pickle in there the two slices yeah. of bacon half a, oh. half a hard boiled egg the yeah. celery I mean that's like lunch <laughs> right there. That is, that is. That's all you thing. need for half the day. Exactly. You get everything. All <laughs> right. Great. So, um, what'd you think of Brady yesterday in the Bucks offense? I thought that balance that they showed, unbeatable, unbeatable. Yeah. If they could do that. Yeah, and you know, JP, I, I, I've been saying this. I think every week is we have to run the football, and when we run yes, the ball have. and and whatnot, um, we do have success. It, it allows Brady to get comfortable. It allows the defenses to uh, have to worry and not just pin their ears back and, and uh, go and hit a target where they know where he's going to be, and that's behind uh, the center and the two guards. And, and um, it definitely helps out protection. It helps out a ton of things. And um, I had another gentleman, and I, I love Michael Clayton, man. He's my dog. He's my, he, he's yeah. a, I consider him a friend. But he keeps saying um, – you know, Rojo can't make anybody miss. You know, he's make out the of first his time. mind. He's Dude, out of he's his mind. Out of his mind. Out of his gore. Out of whatever yes. you can say. You know, yes. he's uh, look. We need to run the rock, and when we do, we have success. So uh, it I've was been, great to see. I've been. I'm with you, and I. You know me. I've been saying this for weeks and weeks. People are like, Fournette should be running back one. I'm like, no. He doesn't make anybody miss. He's yeah. got bad vision. I saw a couple times yesterday where there's a huge crease off to the left, and he's running it, you know, to the right. And I'm like, yeah. "Come on, bro, have a little bit of vision, a little bit." And, and Rojo, he seems to hit the hole right at the exact time. He yeah. runs through tackles, and then he finishes. He finishes yeah. adding two or three yards to every carry. That, that to me is a is a RB one. Yeah, I totally agree. Now I will say this: not taking anything away from. Uh, either running back, but you're right. Rojo does have the, the it seems to have the better sight, the vision, uh, but they both finish runs extremely well. They fall forward 90% of the time. So I think that's great with what they do. 
um, from that standpoint. And they both do have breakaway speed. Let's be honest, though. At the end of the day, one guy was highly touted, highly recruited, coming out of high school ever since he was in, like, ninth grade. He was a man. Um, and the other guy had to work his ass off in order to get where he is. Yeah, and that and that makes a difference. I mean, yesterday, eight carries for 19 yards for Fournette. I mean, eight carries, that's not a small sample size in 19 yards right. compared to right. 23 carries, 192 yards for, for Rojo. Yeah. I mean, and I, now I, I, I will say this, though, and I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I will say this. A lot of times when, um, you know, when Fournette's in there, they're tough, more tough yards to get, and he's good at doing that. And as long as he's okay with that, um, you know, he'll break one or two and eventually get like a 50-yard game, but I don't think he's a game-breaker like Rojo is. No, I don't either, and I think that's clear right now. And i got to give Bruce Arians a lot of credit after the early fumble. You know, this time he stuck with him. He didn't bench him. He stuck with him, and it was the difference yeah. in the game. That decision, I think, right there was the difference in the game. I totally agree with you, man. I, 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 I do, and obviously we know the formula now. We can't get behind early because apparently we get behind early. The whole playbook, yeah, exactly. it just turns into passing. Yeah. So we cannot get behind early. No. And if I were ever playing against the Bucks, let's I want to receive. I want to get up 7 nothing. Hopefully my de- defense gets a stop. And then I get up two scores. And now Tampa's going to be in panic mode and we're going to throw yep. the ball all the time. So yep. hopefully not. Totally agree with that. All right, let, let's dig into a little bit more on what the Bucks did from a passing standpoint. Sure. Um, you know, and I, I said of all the positive things, I, I thought Brady made some unbelievable throws yesterday, uh, particularly the one to Godwin on a third down early in the game. The defender's back was was to to Brady, and he he made that throw. I, I can't decide if that was a good throw or a bad throw. Where do you where do you come down on that? <laughs> I honestly, knowing Brady. It, not knowing him personally, but his his career and everything he's done, I would have to say that was a great throw. Yeah. Knowing where to put the ball, he missed it there on purpose where only our guy could get it and nobody else type of deal. He was as accurate if I, as I've seen him yeah. in a long time, not just this year, but in a long time. Like that throw, the touchdown to Bray, the little out cut um, to, to – uh, Towards the latter part of the game, yeah, to um, AB, to, to AB, AB yeah, and then the, and then the touchdown to to Evans high where he, only he could get it. Yep. Um, the 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 deep ball to I mean, there's so many you could go on and on about. He was as accurate as he's ever been. And again, I truly believe it comes down to us running the football, and he had a great pocket when he can step into his throws. He's unstoppable, man. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. The deep ball, though, yesterday, he did miss. He missed yeah. A.B. one time. I think he missed um, He missed Evans one time and missed Gronk. I mean, those well, were – Well, he's not Jesus. I mean, yeah. let's you – know. <laughs> Wait a minute. I've seen the dude walk on water to go get his jet skis. The other day, his jet skis got away. He didn't walk, he didn't walk around. He walked over the water. <laughs> Got the jet skis, jumped on the jet skis, and brought him back. I saw him. I saw him do it. Yeah, that's true. I got video. Come on. Oh, man. Well, well, you know what? Um, that maybe he is, and he yes. only wants certain people to see it at a certain time. Exactly. Exactly. Well, <laughs> so, but I, I will say this, uh, and I, I actually asked Cameron Braid about this. Yeah. The red zone, I mean, he. He, Brady just ripped that one to Cameron Brait. It was it was a high velocity throw, and Brait made the yeah. catch. 
Well, you know, Tyler Johnson did not, and it hit him right in the hands. And the same with Mike Evans. Yeah. I, there were a couple balls that when Brady loads it up, it's mm-hmm. hard. I get it. It's hard to catch, but these guys got to learn how to catch those, right? Am I am I wrong? No, you're 100 percent right. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what that was about. I really don't, other than just a lack of concentration, a lack of effort, maybe. But you know, JP, I, it's some. You know, <laughs> Sometimes it all goes wrong at the same time, and, and luckily everything else was going right and well yeah. for us, and they weren't that uh, imperative of drops. But, yep. um, you know, the, the thing is, they all need to know what he's great at. And I one thing I will say about Brady, and, and a lot of quarterbacks aren't this way, but he throws the ball better to his left because of his mechanics yeah. um, than, than a lot of quarterbacks do. To their uh, quote unquote right. line side, yeah. you know, um, you know, if if you're a right-handed quarterback throwing to your left, a lot of times people quote unquote step in the bucket and, and they swing open and they miss low and away to the left, and you know, I can go into that all day, but he is extremely passionate about his mechanics, and that's why he's great. That's why the great ones are the way yeah. they are. Yeah. Um, what else about uh, any notes that you made from watching the, the tape about Brady that you liked? I just love the fact that we got him in a comfort zone. I really do. He he was extremely comfortable, and, and um, he was just ripping that ball with confidence, man. That's like the key word that I wrote down was he was playing with confidence yesterday. And um, I just think we have, whereas in the past, the Carolina Panthers used to give us trouble here and there, and, hell, we used to get beat by their backup, um, you know, many a times. But we have a guy that when he's not getting rushed, He's going to dissect you strategically, just yeah. just manipulate the defense and just dissect everything that you're doing, and that's what he did, and that's what we need to get to against those um, upper echelon teams. And what I I'm sorry to knock on wood in, in saying this, but you know, with uh, the 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 Saints being where they are, and who knows about Drew Brees? I don't want to see a guy injured, but yeah. we may now be hosting home home playoff games, and that would be awesome. Yes, it would. Uh, Shane Stafford joining us here. Sugar Shane, former AFL NFL quarterback. Uh, how about this? Thirty nine passes, thirty seven runs for the Bucks yesterday. That's beautiful, man. If they can keep it sixty forty, I mean that was almost dang near fifty fifty. But yeah. if they can go sixty pass forty. Or stay around sixty five, thirty five. If they can keep it around that JP, I'm telling you, man, they're going to be tough to beat, and that's going to help the defense because defensively, we're not playing great right now. We're playing well, yeah, yeah. but we're not we're not getting the turnovers that we were getting earlier in the season. So now we have to play defense a little bit longer, and these guys got to grow up, and they are. But um, you know, they got to learn how to play in crunch situations defensively because they are young. Hey, let me ask you about uh, a little bit more about Mike Evans. Um, and I don't want to sound like I'm ripping him all the time, but you know he's a great. Yeah, you are. It, I kind of am. <laughs> he's a great receiver. I mean, yesterday he had 11 targets and yeah. six catches. Okay. Um, Ab uh, had eight targets, seven catches. Godwin six targets, six catches. Last week, Godwin had nine targets, nine catches. Gronk yep. three targets, two catches this week. Break three targets, three catches this week. Yep. Everybody's catching the football from Brady, but he and Evans are still not on the same page. Uh, you know, there was a, um, I guess, a crossing a dig route that he ran in the in the end zone. Mm-hmm. And he kind of pulled up. Uh, mm-hmm. He was open, 
and he kind of pulled up, and Brady led him too far. Um, Brady uh, Evans dropped one that came to him on a slant in the end zone. There was another play, and, and you may have seen this, and I don't even know what the hell route they were running. A.B. and Evans were to the right, and yeah. Evans just kind of dogs it off the line yeah. and then you know goes to the middle. And just like He didn't even make an effort to get open. I mean, mm-hmm. what, what, what's going on there? Yeah, here's my thing about Evans. Um, and this is what I think Brady feels. And, and Tom Brady expects uh, championship level at all times. Yep. And, and that's what he loves about A.B. All the off-the-field stuff with A.B., we can say, criticize all we want. That's why, to me, you know, A.B. is definitely going to be beneficial. And, and Chris or Mike Evans can definitely uh, see how A.B. works, some of the things he does. Um, Mike Evans... When, when he knows he's going to get it, the dude is mentally prepared. But when he might not be in the concept of the route, he does half-ass it at times. And, and that is, from a quarterback's perspective and playing that position, dude, that is one of the most frustrating things because I always used to tell every receiver, you never know That's right. when I'm going to get flushed out of the pocket. You never know when they bring something, and I may have to come to you. Instead of you being the third or fourth read, you may now become one or two. So, And that's where I think Evans is. He gets down on himself, man. He, As great as he is as a receiver, I really think he gets down on himself a little bit, and he needs to mature and grow up and, and, and be the freaking stud that he definitely can be because he's a strong handed catcher he's a strong physical route runner and he's got speed he's not a great route runner as far as crispness and whatnot and that's why i still believe godwin is our key when we don't have chris godwin he is kind of like the safety blanket for brady from a wide receiver standpoint now ab is here and that might be why he wanted A.B. here in terms of Brady. That's a great point. I hadn't but, thought of that, but that, that is a great point. But Mike Evans needs to grow up a little bit, man, and, and, and know that because he does do that all the time. He'll drop the most insignificant pass, and you're like, oh, that's an easy 10-yard gain. Yeah. Oh, he just dropped it. Wait, what just happened? Yep. You know, And that's because he's not expecting the ball, and his focus isn't there. So when he comes out of his route, his head's late, his eyes are late, he doesn't get his hands up, and he doesn't finish the play or finish the catch. And that's frustrating as hell when it comes to being a quarterback because you anticipate those easy completions if the defense breaks down. And Mike Evans, at times, he's letting the offense down as great as he is. I couldn't I couldn't say it better myself. Actually, I did say it better myself. But you're in agreement, and uh, at least there's one thing we agree on, partner. Right there. Hey, uh, my hey, man. Hey, I know. hey, hey, hey. hey. Uh, all right, partner. Hey, listen. Let's uh, let's chat later on in the week as we look ahead to Jared Goff against uh, Tom Brady on uh, on Monday Night Football. Here we go again, another primetime game, and this time the Bucks are going to practice at night, so they'll be ready. Hey, that's going to make all the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe block somebody. All right, right. thanks, buddy. Appreciate right, it. Brother. The great show, hey, Shane man. Stafford. Love you guys, man. Take care. Love you, man. See, people have no idea that Shane and I are polar opposites when it comes to our politics, but we still love each other. It's possible. 